0: Thank you Hello everyone and welcome back to Make Better Wedding Films, my name is Ben, I will be your host and before we get into the show, we've just got a couple of announcements to get through, well actually just one major announcement, which is to let you guys know that we are running an editing contest to round out the year, we've partnered with our buddies at MusicBed to give away three annual MusicBed subscriptions, so if you guys want a year worth of free music for your wedding films, make sure to click the link below in the show notes or just head over to our website. You'll find all the info there. Basically, you guys can submit your films. We're gonna be picking the best of three different categories. We've got a category for best trailer, so films under a minute. Got a category for best film in general. And we've also got a category for best use of music. So yeah, make sure you guys head on over to the web- website, submit your films to be in for a chance to win a year with a free music with Musicbed. Uh, entries close on December 10th. So yeah, make sure you guys head over and submit your films now. You might be looking at aspirational, world-famous, amazing wedding filmmakers and be thinking if only I could shadow them, if only I could watch them work, I could learn their secret source, the thing that makes them stand out from the rest. The truth of the matter is, there is no secret source. Everyone is nervous on a wedding day, everyone finds directing uncomfortable, everyone gets that awkward squirmy feeling before they walk into a room full of strangers first thing on a wedding day. Once you know that everyone is uncomfortable. Even the filmmakers that you're looking up to right now and think they've got all their shit together, you'll realize that what you actually have to do is get comfortable being uncomfortable. My name is Ben, and this is Make Better Wedding Films.
1: When I first started out, I faked it till I made it a lot. (laughs) Because I didn't really know what I was doing. But now I'm at the point where, if I am a little nervous, uh, it's really just in the first, like... 10 minutes of me walking into mm. say the bride's room or whatever. And then after that, I just, it usually passes and I'm good for the whole rest of the day. Um, usually when I realize, Oh, the bride's more nervous than anyone here or mm. like whatever other people, there's no need mm. to be nervous. And then once I start shooting, cause for me, I love shooting. Like I just feel like creating art, filmmaking in general, photography is what I was created to do. So when I mm. just start, doing it and start telling, uh, the couple to do stuff and start getting really cool shots. I just, it overtakes me and all of a sudden I'm in my element and I'm just not thinking any about anything else than just creating really cool
0: art. Mm. And I think, uh, like I've, I definitely subconsciously taken some of those, like, I think a lot of us have like used those exact same lines when we like first work walk in in the morning like that sort of like, like the first thing you say is like happy wedding day and you kind of like yeah. go from there. And it's, it's, all, so it's, a, it's a very natural kind of like thing that I think we all pick up like either from seeing other people or other photographers, you kind of, we've all kind of like fallen into this similar kind of yeah. script. But um, I think throughout the day, um I don't know, like me especially become like less and less confident around like exactly what, to say and I think especially when it comes to like things like the portrait session and like directing couples and stuff like have you found um, some other kind of techniques that have helped you sort of like yeah gain the confidence when you're in that more kind of like driver's seat role. Yeah. So
1: I have a good amount to say on that. So um, (laughs) when I first started filming weddings, I was very not confident. And what I realized was What not confident people do is they Mm. are, they fix not confidence with overconfidence. So Mm. they over direct and it makes them look confident, but actually they're terrified inside because they're so scared of letting something naturally happen in front of them that they feel they need to micromanage every little thing. And kind of, I had a huge mindset shift when first couple of years I was shooting weddings, I was very much directorial because that was also kind of the life I came from in terms of directing mm-hmm. commercials where you have control over every single aspect. And it wasn't until I worked with a photographer that I really admired and a couple of photographers that I really admired where I wanted my film work to kind of feel like their photo work. And I remember shooting with them and literally having my mind blown because mm-hmm. their work looks so perfect to where I'm like, how the heck you get a couple to do that? How is that such an emotional artistic shot other than you sitting there and like posing everyone to a tee mm-hmm. and it, your work just looks so perfect. And when I shot with these photographers, I was like, are you even working? Like, cause I think this is the weird notion that the best photographers and filmmakers are very extroverted and they're Mm. they're talking all the time they're always making people feel comfortable because that's kind of like the loudest photographers usually are the ones that have all the reels on instagram and things on tiktok and have all the talking head videos and it just getting into the industry you think that's what a photographer is or that's what a filmmaker Mm. is and i remember at these weddings this photographer would be like like an amazing photographer, like incredible mm. shooting, like 10, $15,000 weddings. And they'd just be chilling. They'd be like, I'm going to get a shot here, get a shot here. They're just mm. small talking with the bridesmaids mm. or the groomsmen. And they're like, Hey, you know, don't worry about it. You can during portraits, just get whatever you need. And I'm like, mm. I'm so used to working with photographers who are so like, ah, you can only get two minutes. I got to get in. But what I've quickly realized is that more experienced photographers are not all the time. But usually Mm -hmm. the way more chill they are and the less experienced Mm -hmm. they are, the way more control freak they are. And so Mm -hmm. kind of back to that question of I think I made the mistake early on thinking that it was my job to make couples beautiful or make them artistic or make them uh, into the cinematic masterpiece. And this actually is not fully our job. Like it would be if we were making like a feature film and we have control over every step of the process. But I realized is when I would book couples and even went back to the booking process, I was so I so wanted to shoot a certain type of wedding that I would book couples that might not be my ideal client. And then on the wedding day, I would like put them in poses that were cool, but weren't them Mm. at all. Or Mm. like I do a cool elopement and. I'm like, man, we're doing this elopement in this amazing location, but the bride and the groom don't really match the style of like trendiness that I really want to shoot for this to be like a feature on my Instagram or YouTube or whatever. Mm. And so then I would recommend, like, hey, you should think about getting like this dress or this suit or kind of doing these florals, but then it would get to the day and it just wasn't them. And then I had to direct way, way, way more. And so mm. what I've realized is kind of been the secret sauce is knowing what kind of photography work I really enjoy and what kind of couples are kind of gravitated to that photography film work. And I'm kind of at the place in my career where I only do five or six weddings and I chase after those specific weddings where I know the couple is already cool. They, like, I don't have to do anything. They're already going to (laughs) have an amazing trendy uh, dress and vibey suit and florals and they're going to already fall into natural poses. And one of my criteria has become, it's not like a deal breaker, but if the couple is a photographer or they're comfortable taking photos of themselves and uh, maybe they have some degree of online presence on Instagram or TikTok or things like that, I actually find I vibe really well with those couples, and those are the best days. To where it comes to posing, like this last one, I just shot this last weekend. Bride was a photographer. I end up doing a lot of photographers' weddings, a lot of florist weddings, a lot of people who are into style and fashion. Um, and on the wedding day, it has made my life so much easier. Like for portraits, this last weekend, I I did like nothing. Like, and that's become more my go-to stance for portraits is I hardly direct at all. Um, And I just, I focus all my time and energy is finding good looking couples who are comfortable in front of the camera. If I do that, the rest of the day takes care of itself. So like um, this last weekend, I kind of let the photographer, like one of the tricks that I'll do is during portrait session, I let the photographer take over for like five or 10 minutes and I just kind of sit back and I try to see what is the vibe of this couple? Like what is the bride comfortable with? What is the groom comfortable with? As I see the photographer put them into various poses, I'm taking a lot of mental notes of, okay, who who are they and what are their vibe? And then I can come in. And usually what I do with poses is I just have something vague in my mind of like, I usually start with, hey guys, I just want you to stand facing each other and just you know, look in each other's eyes and I usually bring music that I have. I have like a little JBL clip recorder that I'll put on my belt loop or on my camera bag and I'll play that and I'll just say, hey, listen to the music and have a moment. And I'm just going to shoot around you guys. And oftentimes what I find is I get the most emotional moments there because they're just listening to the music and they naturally fall into maybe a hug or a kiss or, and I'm trying to think about what are their hands doing? What are their eyes doing? What is the dress doing? Is there any wind? What are the florals doing? And I'm also listening to the music. And instead of me coming with a preconceived notion of what exactly I want this post to be, I'm trying to think about if I was literally behind a computer right now, editing this moment, what would I want to see? And I start listening to the music and vibing out on it. And I'm like, it becomes like a choose your own adventure thing. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh man, hey, Uh, kiss her forehead or like I'll I'll notice they do a look and I'll be like, hey, do that again. And I'll just give those little prompts as I kind of like circle around them for a minute, minute and a half or so. And I'm just looking, I'm I'm listening more than I'm talking to everything they're naturally doing. And if they do something that's really rad, I'll ask them to do it again and I'll get, you know, that that moment kind of locked in. But my portraits have become a lot more like that way more casual and just kind of letting it flow. But I will say like there is a degree of prep that goes into it because what I love to do is I found if I immerse myself in exactly the type of vibe I want to capture on the day before the day, it's a lot easier to capture that vibe. So versus like if I just spend five minutes before the day kind of saving some of my favorite poses, and, and then go into the day, I'm not getting as much creative content as I really want to. So what I usually do is the day before, I will like block off an hour or two and I will just go through my favorite photographers. I'm not even looking at poses necessarily. I'm just trying to let like that style really kind of wash over my mind, just, mm. just kind of like be in it. And then I'm looking at some of my favorite wedding films that I've done and kind of just Just really kind of getting myself into that mode, into that mindset. And then what I'll do is I'll make an album on my phone. uh, On an iPhone, I have a folder. And then I like to break portraits into five categories. I find that if I have a pose or so in each of these categories, I'm usually really solid in terms of content. So one of them is artistic category in terms of poses and stuff like that. So that is like very... Out there poses with a couple, so this would be like a pose where the bride is looking off to the right and there's wind blowing through her hair, and then the groom is like twenty feet back off to the side, looking in the opposite direction, and maybe you know there's a crazy silhouette going on, like something that's very out of the norm that would be an artistic mm-hmm. pose, so that would be like an and I would have that exact photo of that exact pose in that folder in my phone, and I have like twenty or so poses like that. Mm. Then I have another category that's more intimate poses. These are my favorite ones. They're the more romantic ones. So you could think of, you know, cuddling, uh, like foreheads together, bride leaning on the groom's shoulder, you know, something that just feels more natural, more intimate. And I have a bunch of those poses saved on my phone. Then I have fun poses because I find a lot of videographers and this kind of pet peeve of mine is we just treat couples like these statues and they're real people and I love to have fun. My couples love to have fun that I always go out of my way to get them like laughing together. Like that's part of my portrait session, not just putting them in sexy, cool poses, but I'm like, guys, I want you to walk towards me and just like bump hips together. Or like I'm going to play a song and you guys just start dancing or like Cause what I found are some of my favorite moments of the day is being like the couple just acting like there's no camera there and it's just being themselves. Like those are some of my favorite moments. So I have a category on my phone for like various fun prompts that I'll use with them to get them laughing and things like that. And then, um, so let's see fun, artistic, intimate. And then I also have like a bride individual bride section. So I have all these different categories on my phone that, The night before and then on my way to the wedding i can quickly look through these categories and have them internalized in my head so that Mm -hmm. during portraits if i need to do a certain prop and maybe there there's kind of a lull in the portrait session Mm -hmm. i can just quickly go on my phone and be like okay i've already done one pose in the fun one i've already done one in the artistic one i need like two or three in the intimate one so then i can just click on that folder they're all there and i have no shame to like if I want to get a cool pose, I'm legit walking up to the couple, showing them the photo of the pose. Yeah. There's no, like, I'm not trying to be cool. I'm not trying to look like I have it all <laughs> together. I'm like, guys, <laughs> this would be sick. This and yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah, cool. And, and they just like, okay. And, and they're looking at the phone, like, let me see mm. this. And then the bride's getting all into it. It's like a challenge yeah. for them. Like that looks yeah. sick and they have fun kind of Legoing themselves into it. Yeah. Cause what I found is I don't, sh- show it to them, they think I'm weird. They're like, wait, what? I don't understand. And you're like, but it'd be Mm. cool. And they're getting all awkward. Just show them the stinking pose and then do it. It'll make it go way faster. And so that level of preparedness mixed with, once you're prepared, once you've done all that time and research, you have everything on your phone, just let it flow. And I found kind of the last thing with portraits that really helps is overshooting, like just again some of my worst portrait sessions have not been because i'm not talented at the time or i'm not i don't have the right poses in my head but some of my worst portrait sessions have been because i'm scared to ask something of the couple or like mm. i'm scared to just go 5 minutes over cuz like the sun is in the perfect spot and i'm like the photographer is saying we got to go we got to go and the coordinator is saying we got to go we got to go and i get timid and i just don't do the thing but some of my best portrait sessions Strangely enough, like a lot of my films where I'm like, man, those shots are incredible. A lot of those shots, even though they look very serene and peaceful, the actual environment of that wasn't Mm. as, it was like near the end of the portrait session. I just saw something really cool. (laughs) And literally I'm like, guys, and I want to be careful because I don't want all these videographers being like, okay, now we can just be in charge. It's more like, hey, couple. I just have this one cool thing I really want to try. I know I know, we got to go, but I think it would be sick. Do you want to do it? And if they say no, you, do, you don't push the envelope. But more than often, if you're excited, they will say, sure, let's do it. Because you got to remember who's in charge of the day, not the coordinator, not the photographer, not you, it's the couple. So if you have the coordinator saying, we got to go, we got to go, or the photographer like, we got to go, we got to go. But then the couple's like, no, we got to stay. Mm doesn't even matter who what anyone else says and those have been some of my best moments so again coming full circle back to what I'm really good at is something that like makes me nervous or fearful and just doing it so as a videographer what I kind of want you guys to think about on the next wedding during portraits is don't be afraid you're never going to get to the point where you feel completely confident that's another thing I want to say Um, you're never going to feel completely confident. I mean, you might, you might just be a social butterfly and you're like, man, nerves, I've never felt them. I'm just a robot. I'm I'm insane. You're always going to feel some degree of nerves. What you have to get over is you have to learn how to make decisions within nervousness. That is the key to being a (laughs) successful wedding filmmaker. And, and the only way you do that is Listening to yourself and say, I'm nervous and asking for that extra shot. Or like at this last wedding, a good good example is, um, so the couple rented this old, like amazing white Mustang. And the coordinator was texting me on my phone like, hey, guests are like, we're, uh, we need to get going. And the photographer's like, okay, we need to get going. And they were kind of getting their last shot. But in the back of my mind, I had, it's like, man, they rented this old Mustang. I really, really just would love to get a shot from like me in the photographer's car, like sitting down them in the Mustang, the photographer driving, I'm in their trunk and like, I'm getting this cool, like shot of the Mustang. It was in the desert. And so like, how cool would that be? They're driving along the road. I'm in the back of the truck. This is like an intense setup. And yeah, I I got nervous before I'm like, Oh, that's, this is going to take a really long time. But like, if I don't get it and I was having this whole internal battle like literally, and I've shot weddings for like 12 years and I'm still like, I don't know, like, is the couple going to get upset with me? Is the photographer going to get upset with me? Is the coordinator going to like pump me when I get there? And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I was like, hey guys, this would be sick. Can we just like, I know we got to go, but like, can we just do this? And they're like, oh yeah, that'd be sweet. Let's do it and it ended up being one of the coolest things i'm in the back of the photographer's trunk we're driving the couple's loving it i have the bride it's like this cool like rock and roll desert wedding she's like outside of the uh, trunk of the of the must she's uh, in the passenger seat of the mustang and i have her like mm. step out of the passenger seat while the car is moving and she like has her bouquet up in the air and i'm like it oh, was so yeah. sick and yeah. if i hadn't overcome my nervousness it would have never happened and then i was like we're really close to the venue I'm just hey, can I get in the car with you? And there's literally like no room in the car. There, it's a, it's a little convertible Mustang, and there's mm-hmm. literally like uh like I don't know potato-sized space in the back. And I'm like contortion, I'm like I'm probably gonna die, mm-hmm. but like it'll it'll be great. And yeah. I'm like back there, my legs are like sprawled all out. It's like super awkward. And I'm like guys, let's just. And they're like, "This is so cool! Yeah, let's drive." And and then the couple's like invested in it, like, "Oh, we're in this cool Mustang. This is sweet." And then they're holding hands. The sun's setting, and you can see the moon in the background. You get the like orange glow of the whole desert, and you have all Joshua trees. And they're driving in the back of the car, and they're like, "Hey, do you want us to kiss?" I'm like, "What? You're driving? That just feels <laughs> really dangerous." And they do it, mm-hmm. and like all of this amazing stuff. It was like out of a movie, literally like a movie scene. And if I hadn't just asked, it would have never happened. So. That's the key thing. You're always going to be more than likely, unless it's a really chill elopement, you're always going to be nervous during portrait session because of something. Um, The key thing is just getting over that and asking the couple for what you know is going to be cool and just letting it happen.
0: Yeah. Amazing. I mean, like that's, I can definitely, man, I just so relate to that feeling of like just there always being this like underlying like nervous energy there and just kind of like feeling like you have to push through it. And I think, I think a lot of us have that kind of, um, I don't know, like imposter syndrome complex of feeling like we're the only ones feeling that right. like, like everyone else has got their shit together and everyone else <laughs> is confident, like, yeah. you know, like directing couples and like controlling energy on the day and then everyone else is good. It's just me. Who's like, you know, floundering through this. And I think right. like, it's a good reminder that like everybody is nervous. Everybody's mm-hmm. figuring out their own way to kind of work through and just um find that confidence to go, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm right. going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to like action this idea that I've got in my head. Um, Cause I'm sure a lot of us have like had these ideas and let them go and just gone, okay, yeah, when well, it's time to go. We'll get in the car and we'll go. And we're not going right, to do exactly. the thing that's in my yeah, head. You're and kind and, of
1: like kicking yourself like, man, yeah. Well, that was- yeah. And I think one reassuring thing. So I brought uh, I brought a buddy along for this last wedding I shot. He's pretty new to weddings, and he'd been watching, you know, for work. He's Mm -hmm. like, I love your work. I love. So I needed a second shooter, so I brought him along. And uh, at the end of the day, he told me he was like, "Man, this was really weird." He's like, not to diminish what you do on Mm -hmm. the day, but like, I came second shooting thinking I was going to see something totally different than mm-hmm. what I do in terms of you were going to have everything together. You weren't going to be nervous. I was thinking there was going to be some secret recipe of what I like don't do at weddings that you do. And he's like, one of the things that just blew my mind was how normal the whole th- and how like you were stressed out. Like there was parts of the day where you're like, Oh shoot, the sermon's about to start and we're barely getting cameras together or yeah. like um, you, you know, you're trying to corral the photographer and kind of work with them and things like that. And he's like, it just felt so human. And I, I realized, oh my gosh, like I can do that. Like that's nothing different than the nerves that I face on the day. Of course, he's like, yeah, you have certain systems in place and you've been doing this longer. So in terms of what you're shooting on the camera, it might be different than what I am. But in terms of how you're like handling yourself on the day and in terms of the pressure that you face throughout the day, it's no different than what I'm facing. And I thought that was really key because I think a lot of people want to shadow very successful filmmakers in terms of like white and reverie or Eric Floberg or John and Nick. And they're like, man, if I could just be there, like some magical fairy dust is going to rub off on me and they do something totally different. But it's like, no, we're just, we're human. Just like you, we get nervous. Wedding days are unbelievably stressful. Um, Things don't work out and you know, you just power through. And oftentimes even now after shooting weddings for 12 years there's times where i'm like man i i just didn't feel confident in that day i just i don't know what it was like i just felt like i was barely making it through i mm-hmm. think i might have gotten a couple cool portraits i had that awkward moment with the photographer i'm not sure and then literally in the edit room something all just comes together i'm like that was a stinking awesome film mm-hmm. and i like didn't feel confident on it on the wedding day so i think so much of our struggle as artists is just um pushing through that nervousness and just doing what we feel right in that moment and trusting our intuition and uh some things hit and some things don't and you just continue to move on
0: yeah amazing man yeah no that's that's yeah really good solid um i think needed advice for a lot of pe- people out there and there's like this fuck, man there's so like i think because i i came into this Conversation like kind of having an idea of where it might go, yeah. and we've kind of like covered like sort of I don't know like one small section, but like <laughs> in like but in like really amazing detail more than I kind of realized. And I kind of I feel like the most sensible thing to to do is kind of like encapsulate this conversation as a thing. And then there's all these other aspects of like cinematography on the day that I kind of feel like we need to like approach like. <laughs> in a separate conversation because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like do them you know and, and, yeah, sorry and about that I'm a, I'm a talker, and just so. no don't don't apologize because it's like it's it's amazing it's because I think it's you're right I think a lot of people look at filmmakers like that they aspire to and think yeah there's some fairy dust there's some magic source that I'm missing and if only I could shadow them I'll get to see it and I think the reality is that we're all having we're, we're all approaching this the, the same way we're all we're, we've all got our own nervousness and we're, we're all pushing through that and when it comes to the confidence of like interacting with your couples on the day and showing that confidence um it is kind of a case of just sort of pushing through and finding ways to push through on that and i think your advice um about like the portrait session and having those kind of go-to poses that if energy does dip, you've got something to grab Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, is a great piece of advice, you know, just having something to fall back on kind of like we were talking about at the beginning of the the show um, with your like magician stuff. It's like just setting those parameters so that if, so that like in those social, um, uh, you know, interactions, you've got something to fall back on. Exactly. Um, You know, if the energy dips. So I think that's a really important thing for people to, I guess, if people are looking for, you know, a takeaway, everyone's looking for a takeaway, something to take from here and and apply to their work other than just we're all feeling the same. Yeah. I think that's that's probably, yeah. Off of that, in terms Mm -hmm. of,
1: um, yeah. So having a system of some sort is extremely important because, in, you know, like you can count on being nervous and stressed out. That's something you can Mm -hmm. count on, on the wedding days that you're not take it as a blessing and just go through the day, but more than Mm -hmm. likely you can count on nervousness and stress. So how can you prepare for being nervous and stressed? Well, you can either do nothing and then you're pretty much a fish out of water or you can have a system. So that's actually one of the things that I noticed early on that because of my social anxiety, because of my tendency to get nervous and stressed out, I needed to have some sort of training wheels to fall back on when things went badly and they always mm. do. And mm. so that's one of the big things with uh, one of my courses that I have, which is craft 5k mm. wedding films. And that's me over years and years and years. I actually, what I did is I on a piece of paper or on an Apple note or whatever it is, I wrote down every single aspect of a wedding day because wedding days, mm. they're all the same. You know, a mm. couple gets ready. They, Maybe do a first look, they get married, big party after. Like it doesn't really change. I mean, unless you're doing an Indian wedding, I don't do Indian Mm -hmm. weddings. But By and large, weddings are very similar. And so knowing that, like if you don't know what to do on a wedding day, that's kind of your fault (laughs) because they're like all the same in terms of like, it's on you to write down and say, okay, what shots am I going to get every time? For groom prep, what shots am I going to get every mm-hmm. time for bride prep? What shots am I going to get every time for portraits? Now, of course, this is more of like what you fall back on, but it's mm-hmm. always good to have this system in place. So like if something tragic happens in your life, say your dad dies or you know, you get really sick or you get in a big argument with your spouse the night before or something where you're just not emotionally there on a wedding day, you have this to fall back on to where you can be like, even though my heart is literally reeling because of my life is falling apart, you can walk into a bride room and just start with, "Okay, this is what I do. I say hi to the bride. I say this line, and then I go mic up the dress if that's what I do, and then I get the bride because I've written it out before. I get these three shots of her, you know, doing makeup. I ask the makeup artist to do blush, and I shoot a close up." A medium shot and a wide, and I push into the door and make it really artsy. And <laughs> all of this seems really boring and rote. And you're like, man, you're just sucking all the creativity out of my life, David. I just want to be, you know, a special little butterfly that like spurts <laughs> out creative genius every second. And you can, trust me, you can. But having that system, it gets the heart moving. It's kind of, you got to think about it like warming up. Before a workout, you don't just go in and start lifting your heaviest weight. You got to go start at 50%, then 75%, and then 90%. And you gradually get up to where you're benching what you normally bench. And this is what the system does on the wedding day it allows the cogs to get turning without you being creatively 100% right away. It kind of gets things lubricated and things moving. And so by having that whole thing written down, and that's kind of what I teach in the Craft 5K courses. Mm my system is. And then also it's so helpful to fall back on where in the middle of the day, whatever reason things go horrible. Say you have no time for portraits. Well, you have that system to fall back on or say you have no time for decor. You're like, okay, I have no time to be creative. What are the bare minimum four shots that I know I need to get because I have five minutes? There's nothing I can do about it. I have five minutes The couples coming in. That's when you fall back to your system. That you've, I've memorized my system at this point, and I have it in my phone. Every shot, I have images, whole thing, to where I could quickly look at it in a moment of stress, uncertainty, or even if I haven't shot a wedding in like four years, I could pull up. And like if I have to shoot a wedding in the next thirty minutes, I could pull up the system on my phone, say all my gear is ready, and I could quickly go through it, and I can know exactly what's expected of me, and I can get myself from zero to hundred way faster than if i didn't have it so that's kind of what i talk about in the whole craft 5k course and um how you kind of take a very practical approach to getting past nerves head on and then once you have that as kind of your training wheels it's way easier for you to take risks because you have Mm -hmm. a emergency plan so it's the same thing with finances it's so much mm. easier to invest in Bitcoin or to invest heavily in the stock market when you have a good six months emergency fund. Cause you know, Hey, if I screw this up, at least I have this. And I found on a wedding day, I'm way more risky because I know, Hey, if this doesn't work out, I know I can always fall back to this yeah. plant.
0: Yeah. You've got your insurance plan. Absolutely. I think, right. yeah, that's a great, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's great advice. That's great. And I think, yeah, um, Cause I, I think like there is a lot of creativity that can be found within process. I think like I find process as a really good, like lubricator for creativity. Mm. It helps warm you up. It helps like just give you a good foundation to go, okay, like I know I've got this, this is my safety net. This is my insurance policy. Everything on top of this is now gravy Mm. and I can, you know, I can play around, I can take risks. I can do all these things. well, kind of like
1: that. you know, like with kids, mm-hmm. right? so when are they're off oftentimes most creative mm-hmm. when they feel the safety of their parents there of like, Hey, mm-hmm. you can mess up because I'm there to pick you up, kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and every adult's really just a kid in a grown up's body for mm-hmm. being honest, and we yeah. really gravitate towards those things too, and I think one of the best things you can do for your creativity is give yourself limits because mm-hmm. in the abundance of choices, chaos ensues. But if mm-hmm. you give yourself only a couple options in terms of boundaries of like, this is my process, this is what I can do, your heart feels safe. And one, of, I think the mo- one of the most important things to creativity is you feeling safe as a person. Mm. Because when you feel safe then who you actually are, that weird artistic person feels... Because so often... As artists, we feel like if we actually let that part of us out, we're going to be shut down. And then that's like who we are that's actually being shut down. So that cuts to the core. So we oftentimes put on a face, put on a template, because if that gets shut down, at least we can say, well, that wasn't really me. So that was just like my, they're not actually rejecting me. But if you can actually get yourself safe through creative limitation, through processes and then allow that part of you to come out that's where the real magic happens and more often than not it'll be a safe place for that to do that so yeah yeah, limits and processes are key
0: beautiful amazing amazing advice man that was fantastic i think a great place for us to sort of uh, wrap up today's conversation but if people do want to i guess find out like more about the you know the education services that you offer like 5k like crafting 5k films and your other courses and presets and stuff where can they find i guess like more education from you
1: yeah so i do a lot of education stuff for wedding filmmakers and if you want to learn more about mm. it i have a bunch of courses presets go to mm. the act of dot co um and if you can't find it there because it just launched on um, google so it might not be crawled yet so it may not come mm. up if you can't find it there just go to my instagram forestry films and uh or you can search the active on instagram and you can find it there tons of ways to connect with me but that's the mm. best way to contact me ask me about the courses when they're coming out next everything like that
0: awesome and we'll obviously have a link below if you are listening to this on the podcast oh, okay. or on youtube <laughs> yeah, you so we'll have, we have that all linked below <laughs> <laughs> so you won't have to go far. Like, what too are we far. gonna do <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we can put links here <laughs> We will have a link in the show notes um, for you guys to find that. Um, But yeah, David, thank you so much, man. That was um, that was amazing. That was a really great conversation. It was great to learn from you, and I just get that reassurance that you know we're all we're 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 all faking it till we make it. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
1: it was awesome being on, and this is this is rad. Thanks so much.
0: Okay, alrighty, that's gonna do us, guys. See you all next time. Bye.